Well, hey everybody, it's Founder Mike here, and I am doing an intro for our Future Founder series. And, you know, I'm just going to tell you, our Future Founders stuff is just going to be <laughs> all over the map, but, you know, it is what it is. But so kind of the larger idea is just that, you know, like, I'm not, where I am is just getting to revenue. So how I built stuff and where I am in my journey is probably very different than where others are. And in addition, like my journey is active and my journey is transparent. So it's, it's also very different than others. So, you know, when it comes to future founders, the idea it's, you know, how do you communicate with people who are interested in starting, you know, B2B SaaS companies or wh whatever it may be. And, and it doesn't matter who you are or where you are, you know, if you kind of fall in that realm and then, you know, if you want to get outside of that realm and kind of take it in as more of a, you know, a, a metaphysical thing, then yeah, so be it. Like, listen away, just engage, have fun, smile. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> so with, with, with the future founders, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's kind of broken out into a couple different pieces. And, you know, one of it was just recording a podcast on kind of like a non-technical and just kind of talking to, you know, people who are starting. And then another one, it's it's going through the different SaaS uh, subscription, kind of the digital map. And, you know, that, that thing's always going to be late. Like, as soon as you record it and write it down, it's changing. So, you know, it's, it's always changing. It's even changed since being recorded, but just, you know, not tons and tons. Um, and that map has to do with using other people's existing technology to build out a puzzle, you know, in regards to your larger operations and things like that, because you don't have to build a company like you used to. And there's so much new stuff going on that, you know, I think a lot of times when people go to school, it's just it's stale. And to be able to engage like the point of the market, um, you know, hey, if you're looking to be a founder, that's that's where it is. Right. Because it's like you got to get over that hump and every I don't care who you are, or how much money you have, you know, everyone has to get over that hump. And so, you know, a lot of this has been kind of me trying to be transparent about, you know, my journey into that and, you know, the pre-launch series and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, with Future Founders also, it's about, you know, offering the actual things that I'm using so that they can be applied in your own worlds. You know, you might not need everything, but maybe you need, you know, a payroll software, you know, in one click for under 50 bucks a month. You know, it's like there's all sorts of tools out there so long as you just kind of know how to look at it and you know in the case that you don't look at it like I look at it and you know build out this huge you know digital kind of SaaS map in the cloud um, you know I want to be able to share that map so that you know you don't have to start from scratch and put in the hours and hours and hours to build that out now my understanding is going to be very different than yours but you know you don't need to know you know all the technical things of kind of like how the sausage is made like you just need to be able to, to operate and link up this this larger integrated puzzle and so future founders especially on the SaaS side is about that and then you know we also do a talk about hardware and so just about what we're using and you know how it is that we're looking at using it um you know some stuff's been great you know some stuff you know maybe not so much uh some stuff's probably still in the box but you know as we kind of evolve in this first year you know a lot of it is about creating content and so you know look i'm not a photographer i'm not a videographer or anything like but I'm just trying to create more um, first-person content and content connected to that first-person journey. And it's not so much about, you know, hopefully, like recording stuff and this and that. It's about, you know, just engaging and, 
you know, like showing where it is and the journey and, and, and this kind of stuff. Cause there's, you know, there's so much stuff that connects and, you know, the more that I reach out and the more that I push it, the more interesting that larger story gets, gets, uh, gets to be told. And so, you know, I, I'm just kind of trying to share all that. And so, but it's not about like my journey. It's about like, okay, this is the hardware I'm using to try and do this specific thing. And then that's, and kind of how I'm trying to do it is, you know, I'm putting myself in charge of the content creation and then I'm finding people around me, um, you know, who, who can be, you know, of assistance to help clean that up and take that up to the next level. Because, like, you can't do everything. So, in my case, I try and do a lot, but, you know, I do also kind of understand those limitations. And then, sometimes. <laughs> um and then the, the the last recording is on um, a special edition T-shirt, and this T-shirt is connected to feature founders from, you know, kind of like like tough areas that you know wouldn't have opportunity to get out without the you know efforts of organizations to you know help them kind of learn and engage. And this is a group I think you know. A, a we're actually looking at doing a special edition T-shirt, and it's connected to uh, Black and Brown founders, and it's a five hundred one C three out of the out of the Bay Area, and basically they help engage people, you know, kids that want to be founders at a younger age, and you know, like you know, forget the name a little bit. It's just about you know kids coming up from from underprivileged places that want to do what it is that we're doing right here and so you know i thought it'd be pretty cool to engage that you know in addition to you know just this larger attitude that you know people are people and you know we, we want to create opportunities for people that you know wouldn't have had these opportunities in the past so so we're just looking at starting small on that front but we do have a recording kind of about what we're doing and a t-shirt in the store um with 100 percent of the proceeds for that you know particular t-shirt through the end of the year um you know going to that charity uh, black and brown founders so again but you know this all ties into this this future founders and so you know going forward you know it, it's a really odd time but you know, I think as we go through it, um, you know, you're probably going to see some events and things like that, um, you know, li uh, live stream and stuff. Because, like, look, like, founders aren't geographically restricted. You know, if you're in a different part of the world and you consider yourself to be a founder, you know, you may want to, you know, dial into a live thing or be able to, to watch that feed or engage the social. Like, you know, it's, it's a borderless society. So wherever you are, whatever you are, so long as you want to engage... You know, basically, we're here. So, you know, future future founders also, I'd say, you know, it's not about kind of, I, I think, like, what you can find out there right now. Um, you know, I'm not trying to sell you anything, nothing like that. Like, we just kind of want to give back and, and contribute. It's kind of like planting trees. <laughs> you know, future founders, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of trying to help younger people. And, you know, if we can help that group go faster and learn this stuff faster and, you know, apply solutions faster, um you know, we're going to be able to kind of shape and shift that future. So this is what Future Founders is about, is just kind of creating this, you know, a, a bit of a world within a world. Um, more just telling the story of what it is that we're doing with some detail around it. And then allowing people to go through and take what they want and uh, dismiss what they don't. So don't feel bad about, if you don't like any of this stuff, like, you know, let's just start with one thing. So if you can take one thing away, you know, from, from the series, then, you know, I, I think that's, you know, well, <laughs> that's at least getting towards time well invested. You know, hopefully we can find another and another, but it's a good place to start. So thank you all for digging in and I hope you enjoy. 
Well, hey, everybody, it's Founder Mike here, and we are doing a podcast around future founders. And the point of this episode here is hardware. So the last episode, we went through software and talked about all the different things that we're using. And, and again, we're always kind of flexing that out, you know, just like we're always going to be changing the hardware. But I think it's good just to hear what it is that we're using and then just kind of get an idea of where to start for yourself. So this kind of covers a lot of stuff because... You know, one of my strategies and what it is that I'm trying to do is to create content. And so creating your own content is a lot cheaper than having other people create it for you. So, you know, I kind of invested in a lot of hardware, not just from a corporate standpoint to kind of help that help that stuff go quicker. But, you know, a lot of this stuff gets back to, you know, kind of like this bigger picture of, you know, kind of like this visual engaging experience. And so in order to do that, you know, you need different kind of tech and no different than the software. You know, there's all types of companies and larger companies that, you know, create some pretty incredible stuff. So this is the stuff that really kind of spoke to me and, you know, judging by what I purchased and what I didn't and, you know, just going to kind of roll through and just kind of geek out for a little bit and talk tech. So let me take a sip of this and then away we go. All right. So the first thing I talk about is, you know, I ended up picking a phone, um, a laptop, and a tablet together, and I ended up choosing a Google Pixel 3. Um, this was a little while ago, so I mean, the Pixel 3 wasn't brand new when I picked it, but so Google Pixel 3 um, XL, uh, a Pixel Book, which honestly I thought was a laptop, but it's just like a, but it's perfect, and then also a Pixel Slate. And then the idea there also is your phone can kind of work across. And then my phone plan that I'm also on, I don't know if I mentioned it in the last one, is Google Fi. So, you know, doing a lot of stuff within that Google ecosystem. And I think early on you got to commit to, you know, kind of like a hardware eco. Because stuff just works better across, you know, a brand stuff. So when you start to bring in too many different things... Um, I think you introduce a little more emotion than maybe is is necessary. And and I just have my list here on three, you know, kind of posty notes and I don't even know if it's in any order, but at least I did put it together. So uh the next thing is a VR viewer. And so this is another Google hardware. And I just really like the idea of trying to create, you know, more engaging video. And so like regular video is great and like, you know, we're gonna try and do our best there. But I think where video is more going is kind of that 180, 360, and so where it's more immersive and engaging. And then, you know, I still think there's going to be a way that comes forward where, you know, that type of, of videography is is easier to consume. And right now, you know, we have putting our phone in one of those VR viewers, and, and that's not quite there yet. So, but I'm betting on you know, kind of learning how to create the content for this kind of delivery mechanism. And so I'm kind of in there now and like you go swim with like sharks and stuff. Like it's so cool. And so, you know, I like that 360 and, you know, even on the, the 180 stuff, like there's a way to do it to capture so much depth than just, you know, snapping a traditional photograph. Um, you know, when we're talking about creating depth, you know, the other pieces we look at are uh, Snap Specs 3. And so the idea is to create first person, 
um, content. And so, you know, a lot of it's going to be of kind of founder mic by founder mic, like around founder mic. So whether it be first person or content of, um, you know, I mean, the more the merrier. So um, that's one way. And then another thing that um, I ended up getting, this was actually the last thing I got, is a, a Views XR kind of 3D. And it's really cool. It's this 3D thing, and then it also opens up to almost create like its own like uh, snap specs in a way. And so really cool. I think between the snap specs and the Views, you know, I'm going to be able to create a lot more depth. And then Google... You know, at least they used to have a VR. Um, I know they kind of shit can some of that stuff, but um, it'll keep coming back, you know, um, because it, it's actual video um, and just people want to engage and immerse in experience. And so, you know, the better ex experience and, you know, depending on kind of what happens with me out there is going to be you know, felt in the first person content that I collect, you know, if everyone like loves what I'm doing and you walk down the street and everyone's giving you high fives, like that's going to feel different than if, you know, if, if, if there's nothing, um, what else? Um, I have a pair of Bose headphones, um, kind of noise canceling. So when I do these podcasts, I can, you know, <laughs> pretend I'm everywhere and nowhere. Um, but let's see. So I have a Samsung 27 inch cur curved monitor. And that's kind of what I kind of have up, well, you know, around multiple, multiple screens. It's kind of how I work. Um, and then I have a tablet, a Samsung Tab uh, S6 Lite. And so that one I use for, like, fancy selling. Like, you know, it kind of fits in an, a good size to kind of take with you on sales calls and being able to pull up my app, you know, and talking to builders. Um, and also, if I have my phone with me, I should be able to kick that tablet um, a hot spot. So no matter where I am, when I'm talking to builders, I can, you know, pull up all the apps on a tablet. So that's kind of my, my thinking there. Um, and then I just use an old desktop. I don't even know what it is. Like... <laughs> It was just bought secondhand, and it was just the tower with a screen. And honestly, I thought my laptop was going to have a little more power. But, you know, I just use an old desktop. And on the old desktop, um, you know, that's where I do stuff. Like uh, when you get into, like, Adobe, where you have to download programs and stuff. That's kind of what I work off there. Um, I have a Google Home. I haven't quite figured out how to incorporate it yet. Um, that's still a little more downstream. I'm not quite there yet. Um, but what I'm really trying to do is to link up Google Assistant across a number of platforms. And so I don't think Google Assistant is quite to business yet. Um, it's really been focused on the consumer right now. But, you know, obviously our email account is like business. So when you're like, hey, what's my business calendar? It's like, sorry, sir. Um, but, you know, I, I, I want to learn that one. I think that's a that's an important thing. Um, let's see. I have, I have Google Chrome that kind of goes with my with my monitor, and then on that sometimes I, I actually have a, a Stadia, a Google kind of video game system. And I'm sorry, I thought I heard something. Um, and kind of on that video game system, um, yeah, I don't really play very much, but. You know, I, I just like to do it some, every once in a while for like 20 minutes just to clear my head. And I just play a video, a racing game, <laughs> and I just crash into people that, uh, you know, kind of tune in, tune out, and uh, tune off, right? But yeah, and so 
that essentially completes our first postie. So that's kind of like larger hardware. And, you know, you can tell, like, these are real investments in this stuff. So, you know, this is a corporate journey. But, you know, at the same time, by investing in this stuff and doing it this way, like, it's not just about how much we can save. It's also about how much we can create. And so, you know, we want to be able to operate cleanly and smoothly and, and save time and effort and everything because... You know, the better we can operate, the more we can handle. And some of this stuff, even if it only serves kind of one purpose, you know, so long as that purpose fits into this larger vision, um, you know, on this tech startup stuff, it's it's valued at, you know, ridiculous amounts of money. So, you know, when you're betting on the future, you got to figure out, you know, how do you deliver? And look, I mean, no one's going to do it for you. So whether it's software or hardware, um, you know, you got to do your own work. And so I'm just kind of sharing again what I'm, what I have and what I'm doing and what I'm using. Um, I don't pretend to know exactly how I'm going to do it, but, you know, I'm not really open or looking for people to, like, send me stuff. Honestly, please don't. Um, I already invested my money, and this is the stuff that I want to that I wanna learn about. So um, the next thing I'd say is... Uh, a Polaroid and it's like a phone to Polaroid and you can put your phone up there and you know it'll like make pictures on the Polaroids but also there's a way f through the Polaroid app where if you hold that picture up um, you can connect like video to it and stuff so I think that would be cool to be able to send people Polaroids and then you know they kind of look at them and there's there's something more in them um, I think that'd be really cool uh, let's see the next one here is smart mic plus and this is something i was on instagram and came across but it was like a a set of microphones and supposedly make it a lot easier and clearer and stuff to hear um i did realize later i think this might just be on apple so and i use google but you know whatever you know i'll figure that out but you know i, I think as we're recording more content and if i'm out and about doing stuff i think it'd be great to have a, a wireless kind of bluetooth mic on like a, a high quality one um because also with the mass and speaking it's just it's harder and harder to understand and you know i, I think if i'm out in public doing stuff you know i'm probably uh you know probably gonna have mass on some of the times um you know other times not so much let's see um another product i got was a a, a mevo uh camera and that is being set up around live streaming. And so, you know, I, I'm doing like five different newsletters. And, you know, a lot of those newsletters will tune back into like live stream and like once a week or a month or, you know, whatever it may be for the different ones. Um, but so Mevo connects with um, oh, uh, Vimeo. And so that's where I'm looking at doing, that's kind of where I host my videos. And so this is some hardware that makes the, the live stream kind of easier from there. And then you can open up a number of points downstream, whether it be like Facebook or Twitter or whatever, you know, wh wh wherever you want to go live to. So, um, yeah, looking at using that. And let's see, I got a little mini drone, like a little quad quadcopter, and <laughs> it's not the fancy, but just kind of learning how to fly it and do it. And, you know, I think it'd be really neat to be able to, you know, whether it be go up over job sites or go up, um, you know, more like Founder Mike, like out in the middle of Mount Rainier National Park or something, and be able to snap snap a couple drone shots. Um, yeah, I think that'd be fun. And plus, you know, learn how to fly on a little, little teeny tiny cheapy one. And then, you know, if you love it and stuff, like graduate into something bigger. But yeah, some of those things are pretty intense. <laughs> so like, I just, I just want a little training one. Um, it's like my little training wheels. Let's see, I got a tick watch and I kind of call it my working watch. Like I don't want to wear it like when I'm not at work, but 
you know, hey, if I'm out doing stuff, um, I think I should have a, a watch on. And when emails come in, you know, just be able to see them and, and flip them, you know, kind of right there. Like, you don't have to write them back at the moment. But, you know, the more you know about what's going on, the better. And, you know, it's a, it's a connected world. And, you know, watches are a pretty easy way to kind of connect in. Um, let's see, what else? For a, a camera, a regular point-and-shoot, I got a, a Fujifilm X-A5. And, <coughs> excuse me, it's just a camera, you know? Pretty cool camera, like, I like it. And, you know, I think there's a lot of ways to create and record content. And so one of them is going to be a camera. And then we also have, I don't even think I put it on here, but um, a series of lenses from uh, Moment. And so we have like some fisheye lenses and some a couple of different ones and some different you know screens that go on the lenses. <laughs> like it, it's like a case, and then different lenses kind of snap on it, and then you can record through your through your pixel. And so, oh, I did write it down. So that's pretty cool, and we're gonna do that. Um, I got some things that are called tiles, and they're like little physical things. They're like little GPS trackers or something. And so, you know, I put it with the hardware, you know, so in case you ever can't find it, you just, you know, you can pull it up on your phone. Um, I put the other one on my keys, so, you know, you can always find my stuff. Let's see, I got another thing called an up upright, and I haven't used it yet, but like you put it on your back, and it's supposed to like shock you and make you sit up more. This is just all the hardware I got, so. <laughs> Um, let's see, I also got an Osmo DJI, and it's like a evolved, like, selfie stick, I think. And so it goes out, and, like, I'm kind of envisioning doing a lot of stuff where, like, I'm out and about just, like, recording on my own, so I think that'll be a cool thing. And then I think it's got, like, controls in the handle or something. You know, they all have some little shtick to them, right? And then I think, like, you know, I, I think I also have a digital shutter. Um, I don't know what else. Let's see, all the little tech stuff that connects, like chargers and plugins and this and that. I used uh, Aki, A-U-K-E-Y, and they were a brand on, on Amazon. And, you know, I just try and be consistent with brands through kind of product lines. Um, another thing I found one time was, it's called Mounty. And so, like, it's easy when you're at home and you have your whole setup working for you, but... You know, sometimes when you're out and about, you need more than one screen up at once. And this is something where, like, you can, like, click your your phone to one side of your, your laptop and your tablet to the other. So you can literally get kind of, like, three portable screens up with you and, like, on the on the move and stuff. And, like, that's awesome. That's, like, creating a whole, whole little world there. So I haven't figured out how to install them yet. I haven't tried, but I think that's that, that should be good. What does this say? Oh, I don't know what that says. Um, oh, ring light. Um, I think it's important, um, not only a tripod, but having a ring light. And so if you're going to be recording content, um, I think ring light's the way to do it. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways and this and that, but I'm looking at doing a ring light and then, you know, I'm probably going to have something printed, uh, for the company, like a professional backdrop behind me. And then every time I'm recording, I'm just going to have that, have that same backdrop up. Um, let's see, I did those guys, so, we're, oh, here's one more, <laughs> it really isn't in order, um, Moleskin, I think it was like Moleskin Plus or something, and what that is, is, it's like a notebook, but when you write with it, with their kind of magic pen and stuff, you can actually see the digital notes, and so, I didn't end up sharing them, but, 
um, when I was going through and doing a lot of testing on the apps and stuff like that's where I kept a lot of my notes and then it's not like having them in backup I thought you'd be able to like email the whole thing and maybe you can but no one would want to read your actual notes but I just thought it was interesting to kind of record notes that way and be able to kind of transfer them right away and it's pretty cool how, how, how it works but yeah, let's see, kind of last one here, and this one's pretty short. Uh, let's see, I have a, a Blue Yeti uh, microphone, so that's kind of what I set up and plug into my phone and record on. Um, for earphones, I also got some TicWatch uh, wireless earbuds. I haven't tried them yet, but I have them. I know where they are. Um, and then I also got this, and I haven't started on this yet, but another speaker from uh, Bang and Olfsen. Um I got it on like a someone's like closeout sale, but it's like a portable speaker you can kind of take with you and you know wherever you need it. So I think that's good. I like, I like a lot of this stuff and being able to you know create these environments and then be able to recreate them like no matter where you are, like whether it be like an external speaker or you know some some earphones or you know whatever feels like you like using those things to make your own little little station. Um, that's what I try and do. And then, yeah, the last things here, just, I got a couple of backpacks, like one's a, a Herschel backpack. And then, yeah, again, I put my tile in there. So, you know, if anyone's going to steal my backpack, I, I gotcha. <laughs> no. Um, and then the other one, um, I forgot the name of it, but I got it off Insta one time. Like they're, they're good at like targeting me, I guess. And it's like a tech backpack and you can like plug stuff in and, you know, cords come out and, you know, whatever it is. But I thought it'd be a good one because it's way more compact than the other one. Um, so if I'm doing something outdoors, like by myself, I can just like take the main stuff and not, you know, kind of like, like clink along as we used to in college, right? <laughs> no, anyways, um, as we used to, hell, if people from college are listening to this, I'm sure it's still happening. Uh, but yeah, so that is all the external tech pieces that, that I'm using. And it's quite a few. And yeah, please don't go out and do this whole thing just like me. But, you know, I wanted to just go through and share the different pieces that I'm using in the real world to create, you know, real content. And excuse me, when you end up combining this content of, you know, the hardware of it's like, you know, the whole idea of all the hardware is like, how do you create and how, how do you consume? And, you know, and then you also have to ask the same question of like, how do we create for consumption? And, you know, how do we consume for creation? Right. Um, <laughs> yin and yang, everything's balanced. Um, but yeah. And so, you know, having the right hardware is key and, you know, it's not, everyone's different. Everyone has different stuff. And, you know, for me, it's like starting a corporation. It's like, yeah, it's like you're kicking salary way out, but, you know, you can justify getting hardware in order to create, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. So, um, however you do it is the right way for you. And, you know, hopefully you can kind of take some of this stuff and, you know, have a look at it and maybe it'll work for you. Um, or maybe if you are watching my stuff and, and, and you're a creator or, you know, the stuff we're doing here at Founders and, um, you'll be like, Oh, Oh, that's awesome. Like I, I know what camera they're using to kind of do that. And that makes sense. And, you know, Hey, that sparked something in my head and an idea to go out and create and do more because like, you know, on my end, it's, you know, it's about creating and, you know, that's just what it is. And so, you know, these are the, the things I have and, um, you know, I 
<laughs> right out to wrap this up, but I think it's wonderful. I'm excited to use everything here, and, but it's also a pain in the ass because like, you know, it's a lot of stuff to learn. A lot of them have like separate apps, um, but it's just trying them and, and you just learn them one by one. And some of them are better than others, you know, um, some stuff you thought you'd have the behavior that better incorporates it. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, like, it's just about your productivity and you know as founders like only you know what you need to do more and you know the less that's restricted by other people you know the more you can do it with like a $500 camera or, you know whatever the price may be like yeah the faster you can go because you know once you start working with outside agencies like $500 goes really quick but you know when you have the hardware where you can create like yeah, that five hundred dollars is an investment. That's that's not an expense, you know. So, I mean, that's just kind of how we look at everything. And so, hopefully, that's helpful. But um, you know, just gonna kind of kind of wrap up the hardware and uh, <laughs> continue on this hyper casual journey. All right. Well, hey there. It's Founder Mike, and I am here to do the future founders, and we are here to talk about the third party digital map. And the idea here is just to communicate the map that I'm using in today's environment. So not something that's, you know, from before or this or that. Like, I did my best to look at what was available today and to bring that together around, you know, an integrated, fully in the cloud approach. And the type of company that I created was a, a B2B SaaS uh, subscription. And so it lives in the cloud and spins. And so my intention here with the digital map was that all the operations can spin with it. So if more people are coming to the, you know, the website or signing up, like it's all integrated and can expand around volume where needed. And then behind that, all the data is coming back to me so that, you know, I can make the best decisions going forward. Um, kind of other things in this list is they're not all, you know, different companies. Like, for instance, like Google, like I use a lot of Google thing. So I kind of tried to break that out um, additionally because, you know, there's very different things. And if they have features that compete against the larger market, like Google Meet, um, you know, we kind of want to highlight that we're using that because then if we don't want to use it in the future, then we know what piece we're subbing out and where we need to sub in a solution. Because the idea of this digital map is that it lives, you know, and you don't have to host it. You don't have to, you know, write code. Um, you just subscribe to these different services. Some are monthly, some are free with add-ons, you know, some are annual. Um, they all have their own pricing thing, but the thing that's the same on them is they're all kind of digital payments that live in the cloud. And the other thing about that is it makes keeping your books super clean. Um, you know, all your payments are going online to these subscription stuff. Like, we're not mailing checks and stuff like this. So, uber, uber clean books. So, to the people out there who are looking at, you know, maybe it's just building, like, a basic cloud-based company um you know pull pieces out of this like you don't need everything you know everything that i have here like i'm probably a little more intricate than than others so we're gonna get started on it because you know i don't want to be here all day and the sun's out and yeah beautiful day but whew, it's hot we're not used to this in washington um yeah so i'm just gonna Keep, get going here. Um, I have them organized around my system and how I'm bringing them through and kind of what what class they are. Are they subscriptions or are they something else? And then, you know, what's their status, uh, payment, and the stage it's at right now. So that's how I have it organized. So I'm just going to kind of start going through. Um, 
Clerky I used for legal for the C corporation setup. I thought it was great. Um, the alternative is going to a corporate law firm and having them, but they're all using the same documents. Um, they're all using these things out of some incubator Y something. Um, and so the market has decided these are the best documents, so use those documents, and that's a great way to do it. Uh, you still have to do your own state setup, and I don't have that here, but uh, active campaign. So I am using active campaign for automated marketing and my CRM. And so active campaign works well, it integrates with other people. Um, for instance, when I'm doing surveys on the website, um, you know, those surveys actually integrate back to active campaign to then tag the users to put them into lists so that you can communicate with people around how they want to be. Uh, Apple. Apple subscription is around the app being in the app store. So not a free ride. Uh, the next is Bonjuro. Bonjuro is uh, video email, kind of video follow. And I haven't quite figured out how to integrate that aspect yet um, because I'm not to the customer communication point yet. I'm a little pre-launch. So this list always lives and changes, but this is what it is right now. Uh, Calendly, try and use that to help, help people both schedule product tours through the website and also just kind of some destination style scheduling, I'd say. And then it integrates back to my calendar in Google. Uh, Dashlane, uh, Dashlane, I believe is password management. Um, that's that one's been interesting for me, but that's what I'm using right now. Uh, Founder Shield, that's where I got my insurance from. You know, as a corporation, you have to have insurance. Uh, Grammarly, oh, this one's been nice. Like, um, so I write, uh, I, I write a lot of stuff. You know, with the different series and blogs and you know website content <laughs> and you know, I mean, you name it, like content. So, oh yeah, the article system. Um, so yeah, so Grammarly's been great. I run it through, you know, just so long as I can sound human and not have like glaring errors. Uh, that's usually where I end up. Uh, but yeah, so Grammarly's been been nice. Prowly is the PR. Um, it's our PR press kit. So it's a link to our press kit, you know, and then we have a different email that runs through it, you know, press that build marker. And so that's kind of our probably, you know, when we need, when we want to speak through press releases and say different things, um, that's where we will do it. And so, you know, hopefully we're able, and, and that's also a CRM for press. So as press comes in, you know, we're looking to keep them separate than, you know, operating and customers. Uh, let's see. So next is rescue time. I use it to kind of track how I'm, where I am on, on all my digital. Cause I, I spend a lot of time on digital. And um, rescue time can kind of tell me, you know, where I am and what I'm using and, you know, time and make me feel bad generally. But I do use it just to kind of keep an eye on me. Um, Typeform, uh, you can create campaigns in Typeform, like surveys and things like that. And so we're using those a lot integrated through the website right now. Um, there's a good chance that they'll be used in some of the mailing lists in the future, kind of as we learn and go forward. Like right now, it's just about getting the infrastructure in and making sure the pieces communicate right and stuff like that. But Typeform's been great. It seems to integrate in a lot of places, so that's good. And Typeform also owns Video Ask, which, you know, I don't <laughs> honestly fully know the difference between Video Ask and Bonjuro, but Video Ask is owned by Typeform, so I thought that could work well together. I'm still kind of learning that piece, but I own it, <laughs> or subscribe to it. Uh, the next one is Upscope. So Upscope allows me, uh, when I'm doing a customer service call with somebody or whomever else, 
uh, to basically take over their screen, but only for um, the website because it integrates code and it allows you know the customer service side to walk people through in a really nice, easy, um, you know, time-saving way. And so you kind of they have a problem, and this is like how I envision it. They have a problem. You just kind of walk them through the solution on the screen, talk them through, and then yeah, that's that, and kind of go forward. So that's how I'm looking to use that. Uh, Vimeo, Vimeo is where I host all my video. So even though it does live downstream in collections in places like YouTube, uh, Vimeo is really where it's you know where it comes into me. Like when I'm working, you know, with one of my partners to you know put together these 2D talking bear videos. Um, you know, they're shared out through Google Drive and then they come back to me through Vimeo. So then they're in there, you know, we add that kind of real subtle logo to it and then it's basically ready to go, to launch. So that's just one example. Other things are like with our other devs and so they're doing some, some, some work also and like a video there. And so it's our kind of main hosted video. So it's got to look nice and clean with the website build. And so, you know, that one's looking great. And so that one, we have a 60 second, a 30 second, and three 15s. And so it's the same thing, it's just chopped up. So, you know, I, I thought that was, that was pretty good. But again, they all live in Vimeo. You know, we're kind of creating Vimeo channels. So that you won't see it on our social, but it does have its own channel that uh, we are linking people to. Uh, let's see, LegalZoom. So we've used LegalZoom for IP. Uh, and website like terms and conditions and privacy policy and so they kind of link you out to somebody else to help you with that around your specific need and then you know the IP stuff they help you get filed and then you know you talk to the the USPTO on yourself you know by yourself and, and that's okay you know um, you know a lot of this legal stuff you can do on your own like everybody wants to help you you know you got to remember that like just so long as you're nice and you realize you know you're coming to them and you know you're all there to find a solution so typically you can um, yeah, you might hear a lawnmower. I'm sitting out here by the bay, so this is my spot. Um, let's see, Adobe Creative, and that's a monthly subscription, and I'm going to get into that later because that one also has some specifics like Google, um, different pieces of it that, like a subscription opens up a lot of different pieces, and so I'm just going to talk about the pieces. Uh, Adobe Stock, that's a separate subscription. Um, but what it is is it gives you stock photos that you can use, you know, I think as you post to social and stuff like that. Um, and you're protected, you know, you're not using somebody else's, you're paying for it and, you know, kind of trying to respect the artists in the process. Because even that website art, those old photos and stuff, yeah, those are photographers taking those photos. So, so you know, we, we do want to protect their, um, protect how they earn. Um, yeah, next is Cloudflare. Uh, that has to do with the websites and, I don't know, getting them launched and hosted and stuff. There's an acronym in there somewhere that I'm forgetting. Uh, next is Expensify. And then we also have an Expensify card. Um, and it offers some discounts and stuff. We haven't quite figured out how to integrate it yet with our QuickBooks, but the card aspect, so we haven't used it yet. But, it, but we will, because some of the other things on this list, you know, we kind of cross around trying to be as cost efficient. And so, um, you know discounts some people offer are a great way to learn about other um, SaaS products and that's really a lot of the way that I went through. Uh, but Cloudflare, Expensify, 
and Expensify tracks like monthly expenses and I'm not totally sure what we're going to do with that because I was looking at quite a bit of travel in the beginning and such but you know we don't have that but we you know we are looking at more digital employment um, kind of remote employment so Expensify could be a good thing there um, yeah but we're subscribing we're using so we're looking for solutions inside of our you know our subscriptions uh, next is GitHub you know that's where it's where the code lives um, and it's also where we you know, have that integrated with intercom, and so we can communicate quickly um, issues <coughs> as they come up to the developers, not if, as, because um, that's real. Um, Google, you know, with a asterisk here, we'll get into that. Um, Google Fi, uh, that's what I do my phones through. I like Google Fi. Um, it's kind of more based on usage and a little more internet stuff, and I bought a Google Fi phone, and I got a lot of Google hardware. We'll do hardware in the next one. Um, so, yeah, so I've been using Google Fi. Uh, Google Stadia. Yeah, this one actually just got cut um, because I was, and I also cut YouTube. <laughs> so this 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 list lives because like, yeah, the games in the stadium are like yeah. And so like I bought a racing game and a soccer game, and so that's kind of what I do. And then I build my team out as Newcastle, um, <laughs> yeah, football manager. Um, but yeah, I think they'll get better games, and so maybe I'll come back. I don't know. I got the remote, so the rest is downhill. Um, let's see, intercom. So intercom is kind of the point of customer communication. So you know, even when people email me, uh, ask at buildmarker.com, you know, those emails are going to go into um, Intercom. So that website is kind of linked there. And then that way everyone gets, you know, that, <coughs> that, that real-time kind of active customer-esque response. And nothing slips through. And, you know, I get notifications on all my gear, like, when, when customers ping and stuff. So I've never kind of done this before, but, you know, I'm going to do my best to get back to people. And that might even be video chats. And that's, you know, that's why we have that stuff. So we're going to just find new and best solutions for everybody. Um, but, yeah, but so we got to, we got to, you know, use pieces to open up doors and stuff. So Intercom's a, a really great one. Oh, also in Intercom is stuff like articles. Um, so I'm breaking that out for the different user groups so they can go to different, I don't know what they call them, like silos um, that are, <coughs> excuse me, uh, labeled for, you know, different types of users and, and all this kind of stuff. So, so kind of keep things, you know, in their own little boxes. Um, yeah, because when people have questions, they don't want to learn. You know, they just want answers to their questions. So let's not beat around the bush. Uh, QuickBooks. Yeah, I took back over the QuickBooks. Originally, I'd, I tried to outsource that, and that was not the answer. Um, really love knowing my books, you know, reconcile my own books. I find it almost therapeutic get away. Uh, but, you know, you get to the point and, you know, you don't stress on the credit card because it's like B of A runs a credit card through a central account and you can't even follow this stuff. So, you know, you just, you follow every every transaction, you put it in the right place, you know, and you just kind of get that, that built out because then when you get help from your accountants, you know, they need nice, clean, reconciled books. So it's very important. Uh, QuickBooks also is really great for management reports. Um, I've been using it to see like bounce sheets and stuff like this. Um, yeah, so that's been good. Uh, I canceled that one. Uh, AWS, so that is who we use to host the product. And yeah, we got a discount to go to AWS and so we have some credits. I don't know how it all works yet, but you know, we're not public, so we're not using storage. So, you know, we will find out. Uh, Chargebee, which is our subscription management. And so that's what customers go through and, you know, kind of we're working with them right now and testing to, you know, get it so that, you know, it's the subscription and then it's the add-ons and, you know, the customer can see their dashboard and, and stuff like that. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's work. Um, next is Stripe. Uh, Stripe is the main payment processor. Like you got to have a merchant services provider behind whoever you want to manage it or see it. So ours is Stripe. 
Um, they integrate all across the board. They're like, they're, 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 they're good. And they have a program for startups, and, and that's good. Uh, Mint, I use it because it integrates with uh, QuickBooks. And, you know, just keep an eye on your money. You know, if anything goofy happens, you want to know as soon as possible, not later. So use your technology to set alerts, you know. Um, you don't always get two shots at this stuff, so, so keep an eye. Um, next is Mixpanel. Uh, mixed panels like heat maps and like tracking how visitors are using the website. Slack, uh, we have a Slack channel. Uh, we haven't really got into it, but we have it. Um, I think I set it up. I was replying to somebody else, but you know, you never know. You hear a lot of people talking about it, so we got one. Uh, yeah, next is WordPress. You know, that's what our websites are built on. Um, we use WordPress located inside of AWS. Uh, next is Avalara. So on top of your QuickBooks and your merchant services and your payment services and all this stuff, um, you know, depending on where customers are located, they actually pay a different tax rate. And then as a corporation, you have to report this, you know, your taxes and stuff quarterly to people. So we are going to engage Avalara at an earlier stage than needed. You know, it's going to be burn at first, but we're setting up our, our, our systems. Um, we want to have a lot to do our reporting, and that makes our accounting e easier and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So that's where we are there. Um, business Journal, uh, we have a subscription to Puget Sound Business Journal, and then we also have a larger subscription to all their business journals. So, you know, as we get going, you know, we want to know what's happening. Like, if there's big land deals and stuff out there, like, yeah, we might find a way to reach out and ask, <laughs> you know, how you want to communicate. Um, also set up Sports Business Journal on a, on a monthly subscription. And... I, I I like the idea, and this this one is honestly it's just as a fan. But like, what if like when clubs or teams or whatever are building or doing remodels on their stadium, that they could communicate that point of progress to all their members, you know, all their ticket holders and stuff. I think that'd be cool. And if I was a ticket holder, I'd want that. So maybe I, I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on that. <laughs> but uh, next is Moz, and Moz helps with SEO. Um, yeah, it's. You know, you want to, you want to, you got to know what's happening out there. And it's a big digital world, and how do people find you? And so, this is how you create those answers and understand how what you're doing is performing out there. Uh, Nord VPN, Nord, um, it helps to protect you against, you know, people who want to come inside your world from the outside. You can't let them in. Don't download stuff you don't know, you know, you don't know. Um, Next is Refersion. I use that to track the referral basis. Um, I offer a 10% referral fee for three years, you know, through the end of this fiscal. And so um, I'm using Refersion to hopefully manage that because I think, you know, people know people. And I, I don't want to have it forever because I don't want, like, builders being called after they're already using it and being like, yo, I already use this. So, you know, we're just going to kind of use that to help hopefully burst it and get it going, you know. And then every year that, that new strategy kind of kicks in. Um, now we're into kind of some tech stuff. Uh, Big Vu, and what that is is that's like a teleprompter. Um, so if you ever talk and do live, you can have like a teleprompter, so you don't have to make it all up like I do. So I, <coughs> I'm looking at me, and like as we evolve and maybe get a little more serious in some of the stuff we say, um, you know, having a, a teleprompter to kind of read off, I, I think that's a positive. Um, Vimeo, either an upgrade or producer, uh, we need that piece of software for. Uh, the camera that we purchased, uh, Mevo, in looking at 
you know, creating kind of live, uh, live content, like as we go forward. So, uh, next I'd say Agora Pulse. Um, Agora Pulse, uh, helps you to schedule launches on different, um, social media platforms. And it also helps you, uh, with your social listening. So if people are talking about you somewhere and they're using your hashtag, you know, this is how you kind of hear that. Um, bear metrics. So bear metrics helps you follow the activity of your subscribers. So like if someone's on a trial and like they never log in, like you'd see that and they'd be like at risk. Um, but also it helps you to kind of see the larger and like how much relationships are worth in the future and you know, so on and so forth. So, so I, we're going to kind of use that as a way to better understand our customers, you know, better help them. And so like, Hey, if, if you don't want to be there, like that's cool. But if you do want to be there, we want to do everything we can to help you, um, kind of maximize the experience. And, and that doesn't mean a high touch thing. It just means, you know, direct quality knowledge. So, so that's, you know, where we are there. Uh, Blush, that's an online, uh, essentially life coach. And I start next week, and so I'm kind of excited. I've never done that before, so yeah. Um, Calm, Calm is an app for kind of like meditating and chilling out and stuff. <laughs> it seemed like, like not a bad thing. Um, I never used it, but hey, LeBron used it. Um, Gusto, and Gusto is payroll management and benefits management. It's like one-click payroll and stuff, so... Kind of when I talk about payroll and stuff, I'm working with them now. I think I need another federal code before I can do that. Um, but yeah, so that's who I'm doing that with. Um, HubDoc, because I'm trying to, I, I want to get all my billing and stuff in one place. Um, kind of copies of it and receipts in case we ever get audited. So, you know, we want to have a super, super duper easy audit. You know, where someone goes in there and they see our banking statements and they see you know, copies of all the billings and, you know, wh whatever we can do. Um, yeah. And then a lead feeder. So lead feeder, say like people are coming to your website. Um, it helps you see like who's coming to your website and like coming back and who to reach out to. Because like, I think people who have already found your website as opposed to people who haven't are so much more valuable, especially when you don't have a lot of marketing dollars. So you know, we want to kind of see that and work off that um, because, you know, life's in real time. It's not like, okay, I'm going to do a marketing campaign in the spring. Like if someone's going to your site now, like I think you should try and know that. Um, bill pay. We're not really quite there yet to bill pay. And there seem to be a lot of services, but I think PayPal had a, a decent looking one. So we'll see. Um, Zapier or Zapier um, kind of need that to communicate our CRM at active campaign through lead feeder, I believe. Um, but again, uh, Zapier also connects a lot of things that aren't necessarily fully integrated. So that's really what it does is it's like a zapper. <laughs> uh, Zirtual, and that is for a personal assistant. And so I'm looking at, at taking on a digital personal assistant. There's a lot of stuff. So if I can get the stuff that's just like general, like knocked out and in a professional way, like that's what I'm looking to do so that I can spend my time on what's what's most important. Uh, Blinkist, that's a, I think it's a monthly subscription to like book summaries and stuff like that. And so that's cool, you know, I'll pop into that. I don't I don't know how many books I'm gonna read this year. Uh, I think I think there's a lot of work that's being done. Uh, Boost, Boost is a way to sell through hashtags. Um, I was thinking maybe on the second half of those pillows, um, kind of trying it out and seeing if, if we can sell direct through Instagram. Because if we can, um, that might open up some, some different doors.
uh, and that's not so much selling the uh, the platform. Um, that's selling um, you know kind of connected merchandise. So it has its own journey. Uh, Meetup Pro, um, you know, looking at doing some stuff, getting people together. And this is you know obviously it's dependent on the rules, but I think we're going to create some stuff, whether it's future founder meetings or. Yeah, who knows what, but I, I think Meetup's a nice, clean way to do that, and you can do it kind of behind a branded approach. Uh, Readly, uh, that's just a whole bunch of magazine subscriptions. Um, Spotlight Reporting. Spotlight Reporting kind of integrates with your QuickBooks and lets you um, really dial in like budgets and projections and financial stuff that's important to investors. Um, T-Sheets. T-Sheets is... Um, that's hourly. Um, it's it's also operated through Intuit, who does QuickBooks and um, and Mint. And what it does is, you know, hey, if the economy is how it is, so I don't know how we're going to do it between FTEs and hourly. So uh, this is a piece of software that we're getting kind of set up and integrated. And if you hire people hourly, you know, they work on that. And then you know, you got to make sure all your tax stuff and stuff gets done right. So. Um, you know, not only does it integrate with your books, but we want everything clean and professional and, and accountable, you know, transparent. So that's, that's obviously where we're headed. You know, the next group here connects to hardware. And so we purchased a handful of hardware. Uh, it's, the list is growing as we're in home ISO longer. <laughs> but, but yeah. And so, you know, some of this stuff, connect, these apps connect directly with, with that hardware to make the experience better, you know, whatever it may be. And so that's Bose, you know, on some headphones. Uh, Google Daydream. Um, I, like the, I like the VR. Like, I see a future where, you know, immersive experiences are, are relevant. So, um, you know, that connects to another, you know, piece of hardware that's not here, which are the Snap Specs 3, you know, and the idea is trying to create more more texture to what, what it is that we capture. Um, so, but Google Daydream is kind of VR. You put your phone in, you can kind of go in. And they've since cut it, but last I checked, it, it, you know, you could still still go there. And, um, <laughs> and like, it's cool. I, I think it's cool, but whatever. Um, Next is Google Home. You know, Google Home connects a lot of the tech that's around that, that all works off the same network and all that kind of good stuff. And so when you can't figure out how to stop <laughs> the screencasting from some device, you go in there and that's where you do it. Um, M plus notes. So Moleskin has a journal where basically you write in it and then it digitally captures it in the app, which I think is really cool because I write a lot. And so it's kind of this hybrid of coming over. Because, like, I also have a tablet. Like, I could write on it with a pen, but, like, it doesn't feel authentic. And this way, it's just, like, their pen and pad, and you do it, and then it goes through to the app. And so when I was doing all the testing on the platform, um, that's kind of what I used. And so I haven't quite figured out how to share it yet because it looks like it just uploads per page. I don't know why I can't share a thing, but I don't know. So I, I, I liked it, though. I'm going to keep using it. Um, next is Smart Mic Plus. And that's that is the piece that we talked about with the um, what would you say the 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 destination and kind of master sender relationship, and that that was the one like we're looking at changing some some tech language around. But regardless of that, um, it is a, a microphone and you know kind of a digital microphone. And uh, I got it off Instagram. I'm gonna try it out. That um, <laughs> one might have been my, my sucker boot, but I'm gonna give it a try. Um, you never know. Because like the reviews aren't great. And like I hate that you read the reviews because so many people can go in there and, and not be you know, authentic. But you know, hey, you know, you, this is how you figure it out. And then we're, we're going through a bunch of these to figure out what works, you know? 
And then once we figure out what works, we can figure out how to kind of accelerate um, those particular channels. Uh, let's see, we have Tile. Uh, I use Tile, like, you know, like, you purchase all this hardware and gear, like, you want to put one of those in your backpack or something and just kind of know where it is, you know, on your phone. Because your phone's always going to be on you, your backpack might not always. Um, yeah, but it's like a tracking chip, you know, and you can see it in your phone. Uh, upright, <laughs> yeah, I started, I, I kind of slouch a little, so I use that guy, to, I'm starting to use that guy, I haven't done it yet, but to kind of zap your posture better. Um, <laughs> yep, yep, honestly. Um, DJI Mimo, um, this is like the selfie, smart selfie stick. Um, I haven't used it yet because we haven't got through launch into content creation, but uh, the idea there is, you know, you can capture, I can capture founder Mike, you know, that's, that's the idea there you know, talking and stuff, and hopefully talking on the microphone, but, you know, we'll see. It'll, it'll all work out. Uh, Kelali. Oh, I think that's the drone. I got a little drone. And so I thought it was kind of cool. And then, like, look, I'm, I'm looking at creating, you know, content. And I think, especially being in the Northwest, a little drone, you can fly up and, like, capture some cool stuff. And who knows what I can do with it. But, yeah, I've never had one. So it's like you control with your phone through a little, like, almost like it looks like an old Nintendo controller. So it's just little, um... We'll see how it goes, you know, kind of, we're going to experiment. Um, Mevo. Mevo is a piece of hardware that's designed around um, live. And so we're looking at having a couple of different live channels. So we, we want to be focused on specializing that, that content around that experience and not just like, okay, you know, here's this or that. And, you know, um, <clears throat> Mavi. Oh, those are watches. I got some watches. So kind of as we go forward here and get probably past that day 54 in the larger um, kind of start wearing these digital watches and just stay connected so if I'm out doing whatever in the city you know and I'm getting an email or you know a call or you know whatever it may be um, you know I, I kind of want to have that information available on, on my wrist um, moment lens so these are different lenses I got a handful of them and so I'm gonna be able to shoot some different video content in it, like fisheye and like but like they're like uber high quality and so I'm trying to turn my my Google um, my Google 3XL Pixel 3XL <laughs> into you know the highest quality that I can record. And so you know I'm not doing that one for live and stuff, but um, you know we're going to specialize in people, you know, because we want the best in different things. And so long as we know what we want, we can go strategically kind of purchase these things to experiment. And they're all not going to go right, but we're going to try. Um, the last is Polaroid. Um, pretty cool like I got this thing I don't know what it's called but like you put your phone on there and then it turns pictures off of your phone into Polaroids and there's even a way to do it through the app where like you can like show the Polaroids that come into life with like video and stuff behind it and like I always I always did Polaroids as a kid and you know trying to get into more photography this year you know behind the the, the corporation and creating content so I thought that one might be a neat one uh, the next group here getting into is just like things that we use um, you know, we've kind of been going long enough that, you know, we kind of have our, have our kind of groove down, but, um, I'll just go through Airbnb, Alaska, Amazon, Amtrak, Bank of America, Best Buy, FedEx, Kinko's, uh, Google Domains, Greyhound, Groupon, Hotels.com, Lyft, Moo, <laughs> uh, that's for like printed marketing material, uh, Ray-Bans, Staples, Starbucks, uh, UPS, USPS, uh, Upwork, that's actually who did the borders, uh, Invistaprint, oh, a couple more here, uh, DoorDash, Google Pay, 
um, Threadless, Threadless hosts the online store. Uh, Eventbrite, yeah, like when you schedule an event on Facebook, I think it integrates with Eventbrite. Um, and Turo, and Turo is like a daily car rental service. <laughs> we, lo we lost our prior one. And so, yeah, so those are all those just kind of like transactional stuff. And, you know, this is all reflected in, in the phone. You know, you have apps for all these different things. So kind of what I'm explaining here is also what you would see in, in my phone, in my apps. <laughs> I have a lot because, well, there's, you know, all these digital pieces. So here's another group. And we're getting downstream away from, like, the core subscription stuff into just, like, how I fill. And so this is, like, what you'd see on my phone today, essentially. Uh, day by day, um, it kind of integrates with Google Contacts and Google Calendar and helps to kind of let you know what you're up to. I haven't got really into using it yet, but I, I like the premise of it. Um, ClevCalc um, just kind of helps you do a lot more calculations. Um, maybe it's conversions or you know currency, stuff like that. Uh, Flipboard, I go there for, for articles. Google Authenticator, um, you know, certain apps I use, I, I have to use that. Um, Quora, Kiora. Um, just, you know, just kind of poking around, learn stuff. Rakuten, uh, they give you discounts when you purchase stuff. You got to check them out before on the stores and just get some money back, and that's cool. Um, again, you know, it's investor money, so you, you know, if you can get ten bucks back here and there, do it. Um, Reddit, I have it. I, I wouldn't say I live on Reddit, but yeah, I have it enough to have the app. Uh, and unit unit converter. Oh, and that's a little more conversions focused. And so those are some kind of general ones. Um, some more concepts uh, that has to do with being able to kind of draw on the um, kind of my Google hardware. So you can use a pen on it, some of it and stuff. Uh, Foursquare, kind of checking the tables. And then if you want to try and become the mayor of anywhere, um, I think you can still do that on Foursquare. Or maybe it's another app next to it. I know they kind of pivoted, but you know, I <laughs> that'd be fun. Uh, open table, in case you need to do a reservation. Uh, trip it kind of use that to follow some of the stuff i still get so much stuff because i had so many trips booked out before <laughs> corona so I'm, I'm living i'm i'm looking at my <laughs> my potential life on, on trip it right now um and whatsapp i don't know we have a whatsapp we don't actually call anyone on it but we have it and um yeah and so that gets through the general ones and next are some content ones and I don't fully know um, how we're going to get our content together and where we're going to edit it and stuff like this. So I kind of have dual layouts, like one is through Adobe and then one is just like some apps that I have on my phone that can do like, you know, small kind of cleanups. And those are usually like free plus in-app purchases or something like that. So I don't know how many of those I'm going to use. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll go through it in a second here. But on, a, on Adobe, um, yeah, so Acrobat I use. Um, yeah, that's where I went into the border series. Um, 2D character animator, you know, this is something, you know, partners use, but, you know, I, I don't think I've ever been in there. Um, scan, um, I mean, scan docs, fill and sign. So if you snap a shot of a doc that, you know, you need to enter information for, you can kind of digitize it. Um, Lightroom, I believe that's where you kind of more videos. Uh, Photoshop, I've never been in that, but it, everyone talks about it. <laughs> uh, Rush. Uh, I think Rush is like faster videos, uh, Sketch, and I think Sketch might be similar to one of the other ones, but, and then Spark. And so those are all different things in Adobe, and like with Adobe Creative, you get this whole package, so you got to kind of figure out how you want to use it and stuff. So I think with content, it's really important just to get a general idea of what it is you want to do, figure out how you want to do it, and then just do your best. <laughs> 
right? Um, but the other ones through apps I have, one is called Clever Ads. And so I think you can kind of follow the performance of some of your ads on different social stuff. But like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do any paid ads this year. You know, I, maybe there'll be something a little small. And so who knows, maybe we'll, maybe we'll use it. But I kind of found it and got it. Uh, one's called GIF Maker, um, in case you want to make a GIF. Another one, Pages Manager. Um, I think that's Facebook. You can kind of follow what's going on. Um, photo scan. You can take you can take an old photo and you know that's a, a real photo and turn it into a digital one. So I think you never know when you're going to need that. Uh, photo split. You know you can take one digital picture and turn it into like nine. So I'm looking at doing that like when we launch with the logo. So we'll see. Um, and then the other ones that I'm not sure about yet. Um, and they're all pretty kind of similar. Like play with your your pictures and you know put them through some filters or whatever. Um, InShot layout. And, and some of these are like, you can put different pictures and pictures and graphics and stuff. So the more we can do ourselves, you know, the better, obviously. Um, Ripple and Tagwag. And so that's kind of that aspect. And then, let's see, we've got two more groups here. Here, we'll just go through Google. Um, so, you know, Google, we use Google Maps, uh, Google Analytics, uh, Google Assistant. And that's one I'm really, you know, I, I tried to buy a lot of my gear connected to that Google Assistant. I haven't haven't mastered that part yet, but I got a lot of spinning plates right now, but I'm, I'm going to work on it. Uh, Google Translate, haven't needed that yet, but I can see it. Um, do our contacts through Google. You know, it's kind of like two sets of contacts. There's CRM contacts, and then there's like contacts in, in Google. Um, Drive, that's where I do all my docs. Uh, Google Photos, that's kind of where they come in before they go into whatever place to kind of beautify them. Um, Looking at using Google Tasks more, and that helps to integrate into that that other app. The um, not not that one. It's do do do. They're all here. <laughs> I've I mean, I figured out with the board day by day. Um, yeah, and then I just live inside the board, right? And then I just learn how to use this stuff better. And so that's kind of what I'm encouraging you is like create your own map. Um, but let's see. So uh, Duo. I haven't quite figured that one out yet. But um, Hangouts. I don't have any employees yet. So <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, Keep. And Meet, and I have started using Google Meet for video conferences in the in the short term. But those are those, and then the other ones are the different um, social uh, platforms that we're looking to to be on. Uh, the first one's Anchor, and that's where we're doing our podcast. The next is Facebook. Um, that's just where we're looking at like centralizing this kind of digital eco to like point people in different directions. Uh, the next is Instagram. You know, Facebook's going to be heavier for um, Build Marker, and Instagram's going to be heavier for Founders Army, and vice versa. But they'll each have both. Uh, LinkedIn, and LinkedIn will be for uh, probably Build Marker only. I don't, I don't want to put Founders Army on there. It's you know business stuff and articles and stuff. But so we're going to have it because I think we should. But it's it is what it is. Um, Medium, and that's where we're kind of doing our our our. Um, blog series, I guess you call it. And so we're kind of launching it as a, a series, the culture series and the platform series. And that's kind of where that takes place. Uh, Patreon is where we're hosting uh, kind of a paid, kind of like off the record, like subscription kind of thing where, you know, kind of like live chats about like what's going on and why and talk and stuff like that. And so all the money from that too gets donated over to uh, Care Kits through Homemade. Um, Pinterest, you know, this is Pinterest is kind of a secondary, and Pinterest is just going to be like trying to centralize all our original content that's all over the map into just like one thing, and and then if people want to go in there and tag it and share it and such like that, um, they certainly can. 
Um, but like, we're not showing people directly to it because like, I don't get, I don't fully get Pinterest yet. Like, I've I've never done one, so I'm just gonna kind of like baby step it over there. But I do have it. Um, and next is Snapchat. Um, Snapchat. See, I I got those Snap Specs three, so I think you got to create the content through Snap. So I have a Snap subscription, and um, so I'm not totally sure yet. But I know that you can convert that content over to kind of like Facebook, Instagram. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Um, I don't think I need another platform. I mean, what am I going to do on Snapchat? Um, but yeah, so I got Snapchat in order to use the Snap Specs in order to share the content kind of elsewhere. But they seem like they're cool specs. Right now they're just sitting in a drawer, but they'll come out. And, and I'll get into the hardware stuff in another one of these. Um, I just so happen to get this list done uh, before the other one. But I'll go back through. Um, next thing's Twitter. Um, I think just Founder Mike has a Twitter or Founders Army. I don't think the corporate does. Maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But somebody has a Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be a success. Uh, and then the other one is YouTube. And YouTube's being used to kind of like collect video, um, collect and display video. Kind of similar to Vimeo, only a little different. Um, yeah, oh, look at that. And I did those, so that's it. So that is my um, that's my that's my third party content map. And so I'm sharing it with all you guys who are looking at doing startups and looking at um, you know whatever, like looking at digital solutions. You know these are mine, and you know I did a lot of research and tried to put it together the best I can. You know it's obviously not perfect, and I'm even changing it. You know on a regular basis, but. I'd encourage you all to put together a digital map so then you have this core that you can see and kind of what you're paying for because you want to use those features and functionality to the best of their creation. And so that's why you subscribe to them, right? And that's, you know, that's kind of the basis of the relationship. So that's kind of all I got on that front. And oops, let's see if, but yeah, so it's just kind of, oh, there we go. Oh, there's only about 40 minutes. It was good. Like, like when I did the first feature founder one, I went through tech stuff. It was like an hour, but it was just, <laughs> I just had like scribbles on a page of lists and stuff. But, but yeah, so this one, I actually like printed out a list that I use and kind of went through and did it. And, um, you know, I, I think it's when you look at operations and the reality around operations of a company, you know, this is where this list makes sense. This isn't like what your product does. This is all the support that you need around it, you know, from QuickBooks to, you know, how to communicate with accountants to, you know, social reporting to, you know, budgets, projections, financials, you know, onto the other side of payroll and tax reporting and, oops, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sitting outside. So. But yeah, so that's kind of the, the gist of it all. And I think we'll, we'll use a, a little uh, 4th of July carryover there to um, kind of wrap this piece up. But I'll come back next with a, a hardware series. This was like the software series. And, you know, just kind of went through what are the different platforms I'm using, you know, different subscriptions, um, you know, different apps you'd see, you know, on my phone and different places I go, dashboards and all that kind of stuff. So everything's there. I mean, there's no secret outside of that. Um, and then I'm just kind of getting after it within that within that context and within that kind of field. And it's almost like these are fence posts, right? And you shape this area. And then your company is going, and your operations are going to exist within those fence posts that you create. And, you know, in the past, this was all done through people. But now, you know, as, as startups, you know, we're looking at using 
use an existing subscription software so that we can spin, you know, and keep our costs down and keep our operations kind of, you know, pointed where they need to get to. So, all right. I hope that was helpful. And um, that's the, that's kind of what I got on, you know, kind of sharing, sharing what I see as a, a, th <laughs> a third party digital map. So we'll, uh, we'll come back to you on the next one. Well, hey, everybody, it's Founder Mike here, and we are here to do our third podcast for the Future Founders series. And the first podcast we did was on software. The second podcast was on hardware. And so those are obviously very technical, you know, exact things that, you know, you can kind of get in there and learn about if, if you find it interesting. This last podcast, you know, I thought it was important just because of everything that I see out there. And again, like... I'm just me. I'm just running one guy as hard as I can. But, you know, there's a lot of other people out there who are chasing the same goal. And today, you know, having a startup and being a, a, a B2B SaaS subscription style company is is a really powerful thing in, in today's world, especially in the in the tech realm. But on this podcast here, uh, you know, we're going to get in and we're going to talk about non-technical things. Um, I see so many people who think that it's a formula, that if you do this, you know, and this and this, then something will happen. You know, the biggest thing that I could get across is it's up to you. You know, all your work and your tech, that's just the ante. But when it comes down to it, how to get stuff sold and how to get money raised and how to get people excited to come on your journey with you, whatever that may be. It doesn't have that much to do with the technical side. Um, if someone's all technical, they'll never even talk to you. They'll just go on your website and purchase the product and kind of away they go. Um, but yeah, I actually wrote down some notes for this, which, which means I must find it to be serious. So I, I got kind of six just little hitters here that I'm going to go through. And the idea, again, is hopefully not to do an hour, but, you know, you never know with me. So people are out there, you know, maybe this has... Uh, Maybe this aligns with a different path or whatever. You know, honestly, I don't care. Like, I'm just trying to be helpful and then take it and run with it and make it your own. Again, that's the idea. You know, the idea here with founders is not to copy and emulate. It's to learn and adapt and go forward. But, you know, my, my first note here for people, you know, especially, you know, younger people looking at getting into tech. Um, you know, my first note here is attire, etiquette, and impressions. This stuff is really, really important. And, you know, I, I understand that, you know, there's a reputation that people in tech wear hoodies and sweatshirts and all this stuff. And yeah, we do. But at the same time, you know, you do need to have something prepared for, you know, a little more kind of buttoned up situations. And yes, you can walk into any meeting in a t-shirt and shorts. But that doesn't mean that you should. So I, I encourage everyone to, you know, spend some time in their closet and ask yourselves, you know, is how I'm presenting myself the way that I want to be interpreted? You know, if you're an uber detail person and this and that and you, you know, just look sloppy, um, it's harder and harder to convince people of the quality of your, of your precision. So whether you agree with the clothes you're wearing or not, you know, play the role. Um, you know, for me, I'm an advocate. Like, I don't really get anything with writing on it or anything like that. Um, I'm just 
clothes and textures and then I'm big into layering is kind of what I do and then you can wear anything with anything and um, you know pull it off because like look with clothes there's there's only two answers there's people who wear clothes and there's clothes that wear people try not to be the latter um, you know I, I'd say the other piece that's important is that your clothes fit correctly uh, whether that's the length of your pants or the you know the cut of a sport top, um, just kind of anything. So you know you want to come across and and really control those initial impressions that you're setting. And it doesn't matter with who, but you know only you know, you know the answers to, you know where you need to look a certain way and where you don't. You know obviously just going in the office and banging out code, um, that's not a formal thing. But again, you know, when you sit down with customers and, you know, potential investors and just influential people, like, you know, put your best foot forward. Um, it's easy to miss on the downside and a lot harder to miss on the other side. When you go to the other side where it looks like everything's the way it's supposed to, no one's going to give you, no one's going to give you shit for that, you know? They're just going to be like, all right, good, good, good. And then, so the next thing after clothes, and to me, you know, my advice, especially for guys out there, because I, I don't know anything about women's fashion. Um, yeah, 20 staples. Put 20 staples together in your closet. And I'm not going to tell you what they are, because everyone's world is different, you know? But, you know, in my world, it's basics that you can layer. And then you can bring in other pieces to accent and do stuff like that. I don't pretend to be an expert, but I just understand that, you know, I need to be passable. And so, <laughs> like, talking now in this COVID thing, I mean, it's a goofy conversation even for me to have right now. Because, like, I mean, it's sweatpants for weeks right now, right? But... You know, this isn't going to last forever, and the idea of these recordings is to help people, you know, to help people get to where they want to go. And, yeah, I'm never going to spit anything on here that is a deterrent, that is something that's kind of like, uh, you know, where, where I wish anything negative upon anyone. Everything I'm kind of promoting here are stuff that I believe in. And please, please, please don't take everything I say. You know, use your own interpretations of of who you are and where you want to get to and how you think you need to, to handle that, uh, that, that route and what that route looks like, because it's not just what it looks like out of your eyes. It's what it looks like coming back at from everybody else. You know, it's the reflection of, of the image. And it's like Agassiz said, right? Image is everything. <laughs> Man, that, that was, that guy was cool back then. I had the shirt. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I didn't play tennis, I had the shirt. Um, but yeah, on etiquette, etiquette's not a hard thing to cut through in a hurry. Uh, I mean, there's not a ton of, of, of things, but you got to learn it once. You know, it's like just basic stuff. Like, um, you know, if you're out at a large, you know, corporate luncheon or event, you know, do you know how to properly carry yourself? And, and my advice to anyone out there who does not know the proper way um look at the people around you and and mimic you know if they use a certain fork you use a certain fork for for a course um you know sit back in your chair so you sit upright if if you don't know what your you know bread and drink which one is yours which is a common thing when you sit down yeah just make two of the kind of okay signs in front of you and b is bread and d is drink so you always know your drink is to the right you know your bread plates to the left um really basic books i know 
like growing up, I was given a lot of etiquette books. Um, that doesn't imply that I ace the test, but at least I know when I'm failing. Um, but yeah, just, you know, how to, when to send thank you notes, how to send thank you notes, you know, what people value. I mean, if all you're doing is just pinging off a one-liner to someone saying, hey, thanks, that means a lot different than following proper etiquette and, you know, a handwritten note within 48 hours. So it's important, to, you don't have to learn everything, but just learn your bubble. And that bubble is going to be different for everybody in, in how they carry themselves and how they conduct themselves. But as future founders, you know, we want everybody to have the best possible chance of success. And what you're really doing through these initial impressions is you're taking, you're taking reasons for people to say no or to judge you off of the table. And, you know, look, none of this has to be $1,000 sport coats or anything. If it is, then I'm in trouble, right? But... You know, wear something that, that resonates with you, that makes you feel like you. And, you know, you are wearing your clothes, not, not vice versa. Because everyone knows what people look like when the clothes are wearing them, you know? They just, nothing looks right. There's no confidence there. There's no edge. There's no sharpness. You know, it's just sloppy. You know, don't be sloppy. You know, be sharp. This is doing a startup and chasing this path, you know, this is you know, for, for most all people, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to go go knock it out of the park. It's not really the thing you get into, you know, trying to hit a single or a double. You know, you're in this because you want to you be special. And, you know, it's, it's a stage without a star. I don't care what that stage looks like in your world compared to, to ours. You know, we see a very different stage than other people see. But, again, that's a di- direct reflection of myself. Um... The next note here, I'd say, is reading and learning. You know, read. Read, read, read. Like, I see so many people out there where they just kind of read, like, if it's business, it's like modern textbooks and this and that. And, like, yo, that stuff, I mean, yes, it is how other people have found success. But if you can actually learn more about, you know, who you are through the course of reading other people... These are the things that you can take away and adapt on the fly. Because, you know, look, like I'll tell you for me, like I love reading old businessmen in their in their own hand. So, you know, mid 1800s through like 1920. Right. And so around then is when, you know, the Industrial Revolution was going on. There was so much innovation in America. I mean, hard nosed people kind of doing this as well. If you're ever to read about like a frick or something like this, like hard, hard men. Brilliant men. And, you know, you can go to school and you can sit there and they can tell you, well, register your company as a Delaware based C Corp and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can figure all that shit out on your own. You don't need to go to school for that. <laughs> what you need to do is to understand how you want to engage. You know, like, like another thing that I did is I took a bunch of personality tests and like pretty in-depth ones and the idea was to figure out where my strengths were because i think in this world especially like solo founder hard pushing this kind of stuff yeah it's not about your weaknesses it's not you can hire weaknesses you can find people to do the stuff that you can't um but on a spot level you don't need to hire people full-time you just need to understand how to use groups such as, you know, accountants, business services, or lawyers, or whatever. Because, I mean, that's the game. You can't avoid, you know, they are the referees in the game. They are not in the field, but they are the referees to the game, and they help us to 
play within that that realm and that border. So, you know, outsource. But again, you know, know who you are because, like, like I know who I am very well. So I'm going through this process and I'm chasing it and I'm trying to do certain things. But there are all certain things that I know fit with me. You know, it's not about someone told me to do something or this or that. And you know, I, I don't, I don't do that. Um, you know, I figure it all out on my own. You know, I'm a pretty hard-nosed person. I burn hot. And, you know, I work hard. And, you know, I, I try and learn hard, too. Because it's the learning that you do in these books that are really going to help you understand your vision and how you get there and how you can navigate. Because, yeah, the century may change, but the game doesn't. I mean, there might be different tools and computers and stuff as opposed to, you know, what existed around the turn of the century. Well, the last turn of the century. But it's how you use these tools. And everyone has the same tools in front of them. It's the same equal game. And people will, you know, they'll cry. They'll say, well, you know, I didn't get enough given to me. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I'm not your daddy. I'm not your mommy. Get out there and compete like everybody else. And don't make excuses. Um, I'd say the next thing here I'd say is learning to use the word no. People aren't comfortable using the word no. Um, You'll hear me use it a lot. I'm not uncomfortable with it. I'm a believer that the word no, when it comes into the realm of business, is the most respectful word there is in business. Well, no thank you, let's say. Um, and that's because you don't chew up people's time, and you don't want other people to chew up your time. I mean, time's precious. You can make more money, but you can't make more time. And so using the word no helps you keep your space and your distance. And it also helps other people learn to shape around you. If you're out here trying to shape around everybody else, yeah, you're done. You're done. Like, it's not how the game is played. And maybe your game is simply copying someone else who had some great innovation and stuff. And, like, I can't speak to that game because I don't have any respect for it, to be honest. Um, you know, I see a lot, of, a lot of kids who are desperate to get into startups and stuff and, you know, want to be a millionaire and this and that. But, like, yo, if you're chasing money, you're done because you'll get greedy and you'll get too short-sighted and then you'll get blown out because these cats over there on the VC side, they ain't your friends. They're not your family. Yeah, they want what you have. Don't kid yourself. And they're going to take it. If you let them take it, they will. And we're just using VCs as an example. It could be any other type of aggressive investment vehicle. You know, the more you learn, the more you understand the relationships that you engage. And it's okay to learn, to talk to people and this and that. But don't waste a lot of time going down paths that don't have great odds of succeeding. You know, as a early founder like you gotta wear so many hats and you gotta be in so many different places doing so many different things that you know the word no is just important um yeah these next three you know i, I know this doesn't go with the mentality of everybody else but say no to mentors this is the most overrated thing in this world there's a bunch of fucking old people who think they know shit right and typically they're a bunch of blowhards let's just be honest like Bunch of people who go out and be like, oh, I'm a blah, 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 I want to be a mentor, and, that. and you look at what they've accomplished, and, you know, it ain't much. Like, I, I get it. They want to be nice people, and they want to help, and they want to find low-hanging fruit. Say no. You don't need these people. Read a book. You want a mentor? Look, I'll, I'll give you some. Uh, shoot. I'd say, you know, Henry Ford, um, Henry Frick, 
Uh, Carnegie's really interesting to read. Uh, Morgan's interesting to read. Uh, Vanderbilt's really interesting to read. Really interesting. Um, you know, um, who's got that museum in L.A. there? Uh, Gary. Whoa. If you've ever read his short articles that he wrote for young business people, I, I think it's called The Art of Money Getting or something. They, they changed the title. He did not like that. But that was a collection of articles that he actually wrote for Playboy magazine. He wasn't a big fan of Playboy, but they talked him into it. Um, this is how you learn. Like... There's a great series of books, and they're called um, The Book of Business Wisdom. And then it's a series. They have, like, The Book of Business, and they have finance, and they have marketing, and they have, you know, entrepreneurship. And, you know, go read these great people in their own hand. When you start to play telephone and start to read the interpretations of the fire, you know, the people who are driving the process, it doesn't count. <laughs> I can't imagine if somebody tried to write something on me. I'd be like, oh, that's terrible. But learn. And you don't need a mentor who probably hasn't read those books anyways and is just going through their cycle. Uh, the other things I'm, I'm going to tell you to turn down are teams. Uh, people get engaged in teams way, way, way too early because it's comfortable. It's so much easier to take a leap with other people. Now, the biggest misperception in tech is that teams succeed. If you actually follow the return on teams, you'll notice that it's horrid. What actually drives it is the spark. Um, and when you look through, if you ever research this, it's incredible. Like, not just the entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurs, like intrapreneurs, right? People inside of large companies. So when you look at who built, you know, Gmail or who did this stuff, it comes back to one person who was driving that and it was their vision and people fed in around that. You know, not everyone has assets and stuff to do the entrepreneur. You know, I don't. But, look, teams can be solved. There are plenty of people out there who are more than willing to engage you as third-party services. And I can't speak to exactly who you're lining up and whether it's going to be more expensive or not, but, you know, I can tell you from my experience with a third-party development group, they have been incredible. And, you know, I remember in the beginning doing a lot of research about, you know, do you try and build this in-house or do you go outside? And let me just tell you right now, don't hire FTEs. It'll burn through your cash, and then you have to go out and find money when you need money. If you go get money when you need money, just get on your knees and bend over and bite down. If you are going out to find money before you need that money, then you still have leverage. And if somebody asks for something that you're not comfortable with, you say no. Now, if you're at the other spot where you're desperate for money and it's just going around hat in hand, you know, sing for your supper and you can have breakfast style, that's a very, very different game. And I can't comment much on... The, the, the desperation style. Um, I'm more of the, the, the very hard scripted, you know, approach. Um, huh, funny. I got, I got script written down. Here's the next thing. Say no to scripts. Um, scripts are where I see a lot of the people trying to do startups. And again, yeah, I'm not an expert. This is my, this is my first rodeo here. Um, you know, you see people just thinking that, you know, A plus B equals C. And, you know, I, I, I hit on it earlier, but it's just the truth. Like, stop imagining there is a freaking Rubik's Cube here. It's not a Rubik's Cube. It is a balance between, you know, your technical and your non-technical and your personal and your interpersonal and all these different skills that come together. There is no great thing. You know, I mean, you look at some early teams with... 
you know, uh, let's just, just grab some uh, jobs and Wozniacki. Uh, yeah, I mean, the dude didn't have the right skills, so he found a partner on the tech side to bring those skills to him. We live in a very different time than they did. And maybe you have the greatest programmer, you know, there with you. And that's, that's, that's a different situation, and that's your choice. But in the case that you don't, and you are just pushing on your own, you need to know where it is that you're going. Because there's not a blind path. You know, this is, this is trailblazing stuff. You know, you're out just with your machete hacking through, you know, trying to find the light. Yeah, or, or like they say with Andy Dufresne, right? Crawled through a mile of shit and came out clean on the other side. <laughs> That's one of the greatest quotes. Um, good movie, too. Shawshank. Um, <laughs> good movie. Um, I, I always love that, that song they play where just everyone stops. Like, I'd stop anywhere I was in the world if that, like, that <laughs> kind of, like, that symphony song came on. I'd just shut it down and just be like, Whoa. But um, we're not going to talk about how easily I get distracted. <laughs> I think we all know that by now. Uh, but yeah, I'm just here, you know, trying to help. Um, in school, they're going to teach you a script, and they're going to say, "Do this, do that, don't do that, don't buy that." Um, you know, I got here. I never had any formal training. I'd go to events and I'd learn. And when I didn't know something, I'd dig in and learn more about it and more and more. And not having that kind of granite style education, where it's like, "This is what it is." You know, I've been able to look at it in a completely different way to, to be able to navigate my path. But again, you know, my path isn't your path. So you have to know your path. You got to know yourself. Um, you got to know your approach. It's not hyperlinear where it's just your tech. I mean, if all you want is a job, cool, get a job. You know, but, but stay out of the startup space. Um, you know, one of the worst things that happens in this space is when good money goes to bad ideas. You know, that doesn't help anybody. So, I mean, just because you have a bad idea does not mean you can't raise money. It just means you won't. <laughs> it just means you're going to burn through it real quick. Um, but yeah, like, look, if I could give you a script, it would be this create an idea that is genuinely profitable, that you don't need tons of people, tons of burn. Use the existing tech around you, pay the monthly subscription instead of FTE salary. You can't do it if you want to put so much money out. Because people are really, really expensive. And like construction, look, we hire around scopes of work. And, you know, we can always add to the scopes. Like, for instance, on, uh, on my deal, it's like, you know, you'll build it and then you'll see something and you'll get into it. And you'll be like, no, 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 no. The builder's not going to treat it this way. They're going to, you know, they're going to handle it like this if they're looking at it in this situation. So, you know, so understanding your market and just anticipating everything about it. You know, if you've never worked in the market that you are trying to serve, like step back. You know, if you want to work in construction, go go dig some ditches, go sweep some houses. Like you know, we we can find labor work for you, but you know, because everyone's so special, they don't like getting their hands dirty and getting dirty in the dirt. And that's a choice. You know, that's that's people saying no to hard work, and. I'm not your guy on that. So I'm, I'm going to tell you to work hard, be you, you know, have an idea, have a, you know, know where you're going. There is no general script, but you can create your own playbook. Like when I look at my playbook and how I'm kind of going through it, it's, you know, it's, it's a combination of pencil and pen. And, you know, that short term is, is pen and that long term is pencil.
So when I'm planning out, you know, how I want to do corporate structure or what I want to do here, you know, I, I put a longer plan together. And then what I do is I talk to my my hard professionals who are on my team to vet that plan. And you know, I'll be honest, you know, I mean, not everything I make up checks out because, like, I, I again, I don't have formal training, so I come in with like pretty like unorthodox <laughs> meetings with with the accountants but i love it my accountants are just awesome uh, yeah i mean and they're awesome because i listen to them um you know I, there's a difference between a, a technical professional service and a mentor or a free service you get what you pay for let's not kid ourselves so find the best professional services that you can afford when it comes to accountants and lawyers it's you're not gonna miss high. It's gonna hurt, but you're not gonna miss high. If you miss low and try and do everything, that can come back and get you. And I can attest to that. You know, I did all the legal and the setup. I did all the IP legal. Like I'm running, but yeah, I mean, shoot, I make mistakes because like, yeah, especially being the first time through, like you don't necessarily know how everything fits, and you got to kind of learn on the fly. And when you do that, yeah, you're gonna make mistakes. And the most important thing when you're making mistakes is to the people around you that you're accountable to. You just let them know what's happening. You let them know where you are. You let them know what went wrong and why and how you're going to fix it and how they can help you fix it. That's, you know, that's that's really my approach. But your plan is your plan. It's no one else's. You know, you can take on mentors and teams and scripts and you can make it as complex as you want. But it's just motion. It's not action, you know. If you want to come play, you want to get in the ring and mix it up. Like, that's a different approach. And I'll tell you, at the end of the day, yeah, the meek shall not inherit the earth. I, I can tell you that. I mean, uh, I mean the crown's for taking. I mean, the, the crown is not gently passed. Like, in this tech space, if you want that crown, you go take it. And that does not mean following a script. And also, you got to understand that not every, if, if you really get after it in this game, not everyone's going to like you. And that's okay. It's like, uh, who was that one time who had a quote? Uh, British fellow. Uh, Churchill. Yeah, I think Churchill once said something like, if you don't have, you know, if you have enemies and you have people who don't like you, then it means that you stood for something at some point in your life. And that's a good thing. You don't want everyone to like you and love you. You know, like, you want to relate to them and be authentic and truthful. But... If you are so determined at getting everybody to like you, then you turn into these like large corporation marketing things where it's like they do hours of research just not to get it wrong. But it's not about not getting it wrong. Look, this is startup stuff. It's about knocking it out of the park. And that means doing it right. And to do it right and to stand out in today's world with so many startups, you got to be special, you know? You got to want that stage. You got to want that microphone, whatever that means to you. And if you don't want it, I mean, I, just being honest, get the hell out of the way. Because there's people that do. And they will mow through you if you're not prepared. And are people prepared at 2022 to, to take it on? <laughs> no. They get their lunch eaten. Let's just be honest. Like, they don't know what to do with... They, I mean, do most people even know how much money a venture capital makes off of, you know, an investment? And I'm not talking what the investment returns. I'm just saying, do most people know, you know, what their annual management fee is to their investors? Do most people know what their cut is of an exit? Most people don't. So until you can start to understand other people's incentives 
And when you're in VC, the game is, I'll be honest, it's about money. It is not about world peace. It's like a lot of times you'll see, like, I was laugh at this. You'll see, like, a medical startup, and they're like, we're going to save the world, and this and that. And, like, they just take VC money. And it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> you're going to ramp it up, and then you're going to sell to a, a big brand, and everyone's going to get their exit and go drink champagne. So know who you are because you know when you're going through this process um one of the biggest things you know in your larger plan should always be control money doesn't drive the bus the guy who's sitting in the driver's seat drives the bus and you might not always get as much money as you think but it'll pay for itself 10 times over if you're working with people who are actually you know want to work as opposed to want to dictate and when you get in those spots and you start to bring those people on your board and stuff like that, um, I'm just going to wish you well, you know. But, you know, in our case, you will watch us fight tooth and nail to keep control because control means opportunity. And that, if I got to go explain every single thing I'm doing at every turn to somebody, fuck that. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather go take a nap. Um, but, I, I, you know, I don't do well with 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 that and maybe you guys do and that's cool but that's not my game um the last thing i'd say here <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big fan you know I, I think i said this before in a podcast but i was watching something and uh, tom hanks did a promo you know and it, it was about working and you know i mean this was just like a couple months ago it's not like oh this is like what you know triggered everything no it was just tom hanks it was just telling young people to work i, I think he was talking to, to actors specifically yeah both male and female and, and, and it was the idea of it was stop talking about who you're gonna be and go put in the work and do it like when you put in the work like i can tell you i've spent like days working on stuff that just gets like tossed out right but there's always something that you worked on and you learn and you figure it out that helps to make other things better. And yeah, you know, whether that's going to an acting class and getting better or it's, you know, putting in that extra hour at the end of the day of, you know, getting through your lines before a, a, a tryout or what, what, what do they call it? Audition. You know, that's where it's at. And I, I like Tom Hanks, you know, like... I don't know. He's been in a lot of movies, like basically my whole life. And so it's like, you, you know, know this guy since birth, right? But, you know, forgetting all the movies and stuff, because let's just call a spade a spade. Look, actors play people in movies who do real shit in life. That's what it is. Actors are not, <laughs> they aren't substance. They're the storytelling of that substance in their own interpretive way. And that's cool. That is their profession. Their profession is not to own the studio and run the studio. It's to perform for the studio, right? And so, no matter what your path is, and no matter this and that, it's like, trust Hanksy on this. Work. And I'm trusting Hanksy. I'm, it's not my advice to shut up and work. Like, this has been the same advice since the beginning of time. It's like, I can't tell you who, but there was some president a while, while ago, and like... He had some great quote, and this is like old school presidents. I don't really do the new stuff. Um, he, he had a quote, and it was something like, "There's opportunity everywhere, but nobody likes it because it's you know it involves overalls and, and dirt and hard work. If you don't want the hard work, like check yourself in the mirror, 
You know, don't talk about who you're going to be. <laughs> I, I love the irony of me sitting here doing these podcasts before release. But hey, I'm working, let's be honest. Um, but yeah, like, you don't need to tell everyone about how great you're going to be and how famous you're going to be and, and all this other stuff. Like, just do it. Like, put it, like, shut everything down and, like, understand how to get into your space and your hyper-focus where, where you can trigger. Um, yeah, I struggle every day with motivation. I don't know who doesn't, but fight it you know keep pushing through um make sure that not just like the the actual work you do because like i mean i I remember one time reading an autobiography by ted williams i think it was called like the art of hitting the science of hitting fascinating like the technical everything was like incredible like there's a great great story in there where uh ted williams was talking to mickey mantle at an all-star game and you know ted was talking to to mickey and uh he's telling him all this stuff about hitting and the swing and swing path and all this stuff and mickey mantle's like i went in a slump for two months after talking to ted williams it's like i just swing but I, I've, I've always just loved Ted Williams. And what, a, what, a, what an individual, too. If you look at, you know, what he did for this country, like, just forget about baseball. But what an, what an incredible person at mind. Um, you know, all these guys, all these examples that I'm giving you are people who love their craft and they're good at it. And nobody is born good at a craft. There is talent. The most, how, how do you best say this? The most common thing in the world today is wasted potential. And this is everyone out there who feels they're talented and who feels they're special, but never figure out how to tap into it and never figure out how to, you know, turn that potential into actionable, you know, execution and, you know, results. So, yeah, that's my advice for everyone out there. Do the work. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm talking to you or your teacher or, you know, your coworker or your spouse. Do the work, you know, and figure out what that work looks like and why you're doing that work and where it goes and then get busy. So all in all, that is my third and final podcast to uh, future founders. I have no clue who you are out there and no clue if this will be listened to, but um you know, I'm just kind of doing my best to try and put content out there that, um, you know, might latch on. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there who want to do startups and not just startups, but want to do anything, you know, want to do something new, want to get out of the mold that they're in and go be themselves and go challenge the world and, and feel this pride. Because, like, yeah, you can't do startups for money. You can't. It's about pride. It's about you know, I remember one time I got asked a question. That, you know, I think he was an accountant or something, and he's like, "Well, what are you gonna do if people, you know, copy you and this and that?" And I said, "I'm gonna stand up on the table and beat my chest like a fucking 800-pound gorilla," and that's what it is. I don't care how big you are, how small you are. You are you, and you will act as yourself when you enter different situations. And I'm not an example. You know, one of the the main rules here of uh, Founders Army is we, we have three core rules. Which is, Jesus, I I can't remember him like 90% of the time, but we are a collection of individuals. Everyone makes their own choices and everyone is accountable for those choices. Rule two is connected consciousness. You know, once enough individuals start all thinking the same thing, things start to become real. And the third rule of Founders Army is no hero worship. You know, I'm sitting here, but I'm a tool. I'm a tool in your tool belt. 
Like, I am no one to look up to. I am no one to do anything. I'm in the same boat as you guys. So I'm going through it, and I'm working at it. Um, you know, I, I made a decision to be hyper-transparent about, you know, getting to market and, you know, how the, the corporation is performing and doing stuff on the culture side. So I made very different decisions than other people. And, yeah, some of those are going to hurt, you know. There's going to be growing pains in all of them. Like, if you want to be hyper-transparent and put all your results up on your website, like I'm doing, um, you got to grow into it, you know. And in the beginning, it's going to be like sales, like one, <laughs> you know. But commit to it, you know. I mean, you can't get to two or 200 unless you go through one. So don't, like, falsify your expectations as to, to what reality is, you know, about this quest. Again, it's not money. You know, if, if it's money, you're going to be short term, but keep as many shares as you can keep control. Money comes later. You know, we do this for the shares, right? We own the shares and then everything goes well. And then you figure out how to, you know, sell or, or sell shares or I don't even know what at that point. Um, you have a good plan together in your startup for how to get yourself a salary and ignore all these folks that are like, well, sell, you shouldn't have a salary, isn't it? Yo, you are your talent. You are your asset. Your product is a result of you. You are your asset. You know, the work doesn't do itself. So if someone tells you you should do this for free or this or that, you, you just tell them, I'm, uh, you know, uh, I, I'm happy to utilize your capital for no interest if that is the type of agreement that you want to partake. No one will say yes to that because everyone thinks their capital is special, right? And their advice is so special. And, oh, if, if only you you, 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 uh, you took their money, boy, they could help you. <laughs> what, what, what's the worst? What, what do they call those little shops where they throw all the startups and take 5% or something? Uh, not co-working spaces. I don't know, like cocoons of startups or whatever? Co combinators or something? Ah, yeah, but, yeah, avoid that shit, too. You are your asset, you do not need a mentor. You have the internet. And the internet has every single answer you could imagine. And if you can't find the answer there, then you know what to talk to someone about instead of moving blindly through someone else's, you know, uh, site plan for you. So I'm going to wrap this up here. Um, I, I hope this kind of made some sense or at least you know i uh, got a couple things across because again you know forget about everything i'm saying but if there's just one thing in here you know just one thing that you can take away um then this was this was time well invested and you know i'm putting it out there because like i want to help people i really want to hear stories of folks in the future being like hey mike i almost made or founder mike right i almost made this huge mistake but you know like luckily you know i was able to kind of hear something from you and now i was able to avoid that and that's where we're trying to get to by you know trying to help move content farther upstream um you know we want people to do better we want people to avoid mistakes um, and if I can help do some small, small, small part of that, then that's that is what I'm trying to contribute here with this content, which is you know hopefully just just making everybody better. And to everyone out there listening, you know, if you know how to make other people around you better, don't hesitate. There's nothing to gain from you know hiding all your squirrel nuts up in the tree. That's not winning. You know, winning is, is how many people can you take with you to a better place. It's not about how can you get there alone. You know, if, if you're passionate about how to do it alone, you know, go read Plato's Simile of the Cave. And the story of Simile of the Cave or Allegory of the Cave, it's, it's so good. I try and read it once a year. Um, 
basically the consensus is there's a whole bunch of people, you know, sitting in a cave and they're looking at these images in front of them, but there's people behind them who are essentially using shadows and light to throw images. And if these images are all that people see with their heads, you know, not allowed to turn, then it's what they're going to believe, right? And so what Plato's trying to say is, you know, and in, in there one person escaped, right? And they got out of their constraints, they made it out of the cave, and then the question became, you know, does that person go back to help other people who are being exposed to, you know, false imagery, false pretenses? Or do they just go on their own way? And now that they know the truth, you know, they win. And so, you know, look... I will never make as much money as other people doing this. I don't care. Um, yeah, my investors will all be very, they'll all do great. Don't worry about that. But it's not about how much, you know, you can take. It's, it's about how much you can give. And when you give, um, people want to engage you professionally, personally, etc. But when you come across as just wanting to take, you know, people put their hand on their wallet and they just back up slowly out of the room. But, but again, yeah, everyone out there, go, go out there and get a copy of uh, Plato. I mean, I, I know it's like top of your reading list, right? But you'll learn and not just learn words like as a person. You will really start to understand the weight of, I think, what, what that gentleman was saying. Um, another really good one, uh, The Metamorphosis from Kafka. That's another really good one to read to, to gain perspective. Um, but hey, you know, to each their own. And I hope someday that you guys out there are telling me what to read and saying, hey, Mike, you know, or fuck, go, hey, founder Mike, go, go read this book, go read that book, you know, look at this, look at that. Like, that's what it is. It's, it's trying to create this environment where just everybody wants to make everyone better. And so I'm going to keep fighting for that. And uh, in the meantime, it's time for me to get back to work. So on that note, I, I have enjoyed doing the Future Founder series. Um, I don't know 100% what will come of it. Uh, I will also say that um, you know, I'm doing a special edition um, T-shirt through our, our, our founder store, our drop shop. And um, it, it's a special edition to raise money for BLM. A particular group is called uh, Black and Brown Founders. And so... I have no idea what we're going to be able to accomplish there, but, you know, just no different than talking to everybody here. If there's more that we can do to help people that, you know, genuinely need some help and you know, help's always different no matter who you look at. Some people just need a little bit of knowledge. Some people need, you know, the whole board to help open for them to, to get out there, but it doesn't matter, you know, engage, help. This is a connected world and yeah, nobody's an Island. Like, uh, who said that? Oh, man, I know him. He, he wrote that book on Arsenal. Dave? Dave Akers? No. Ah, whoever it was. Um, this movie about a boy. Uh, Nick Horning. Yeah. <laughs> no man is an island. And on that note, I'm going to let everybody get out there and hopefully get after it and get better because that's what I'm doing. So I'll see you on the flip side. Well, hey everybody, it's Blue Bear here coming to you with the shorty. And the point of this shorty is to promote a special edition t-shirt that we have on our drop shop. And this t-shirt is very special because 100% of the proceeds of it are being donated to a charity called Black and Brown Founders. And, you know, it's not our official charity and this and that, but with everything that's going on, I think it's just so important that, you know, we try and contribute to how we see a future America. And, you know, really anybody can do anything. And, 
you know, how do you get more exposure? How do you get more education? How do you create opportunity? And so, you know, we're excited not just to partner on a, a T-shirt because, you know, it's it's great that hopefully, you know, some people be interested and be like, oh, that's so cool. I want to I want to help. Um, but beyond that, you know, the hope is that it opens a door to this, you know, charity through, um, you know, Founders Army, Founder Mike and, you know, Build Marker. And I, I think that how we're starting to look at, at how a startup is put together through a series of different applications is is absolutely perfect. But, you know, the larger question is, how do you learn this stuff? So maybe it's, you know, just a, a standalone thing and something, something, something that we can do to, you know, kind of participate in our own way. Um, but also, I, I think it's also um, hopefully a great opportunity for just how to create more. And, you know, if we're not out in the, out there chasing it and, and trying to create more and more opportunities, then then where do they come from? And, you know, how we create these opportunities and where and, and all this stuff, you know, that's up to us. But, you know, through the, the you know, the, the digital nature of the world today, it's everything's changing so much and so fast. And so I think it's a wonderful chance to do something so small to just hopefully open a door to, you know, something larger. And so that's really why it is that we're doing what we're doing. Um, anyone, everyone, you know, wherever, whenever, everybody's invited to participate. If it's not up your alley, hey, that's okay too. You know, we have other t-shirts. And if you're not a t-shirt guy, you know, go out and get yourself a cheeseburger or something. But anyways, that's that's what we're doing. And again, you know, 100% of the proceeds will be donated to uh, Black and Brown Founders, uh, which is supported in, in in the larger movement of BLM. So Founders Army, we're, you know, we're thrilled to be a part of how we see the world today. So away we go. Thank you kindly for listening.